2: Yeah, that's all I got.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey. And imagine putting your name on the vow when the jinx already exists.
4: Ooh, <laughs> how fired. embarrassing for you. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker. And how can you not trust scientists? They're the people who figured out how to put pot in gummy bears. <laughs> and
2: this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone that's
1: the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out
5: with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies. And ladies.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to Lady to Lady. The sh- the, the podcast show, being recorded the occasional on musical <laughs>
3: it's monday november 2nd 2020 monday Uh, monday
2: what we're saying is this show does come out the day after the 2020 presidential election and we are recording it the day before so yeah this is a a grab bag of
4: of fun for you. Should we do some quick predictions? Just real quick. What you think happened to well, what is yesterday for our listeners <sighs> and tomorrow for us?
3: Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Um,
4: two to three sentences, nothing in depth. We don't want to be, we don't want to be too, uh,
3: he slips in a diaper of his own shit and he fucking dies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I say who? No.
2: Someone. <laughs> I like so that. Many people. I like that.
3: <laughs> Yeah.
2: Um I think a hopeful dis- I don't fucking know, discerning victory and swift defeat. That's what I hope.
4: That's good. I'm going to say one streaker makes their way onto the news.
3: Ooh, <laughs> that sounds great. I hope so. Frankly, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be really into that. If Um, that's the biggest
2: news to come, that would uh, be very happy. (laughs) Truly.
3: Yeah. Streakers.
2: Now's your time. You haven't really had your time since like the mid nineties. I think it, your time to rise is now. Yeah. Especially if
4: you're a woman, we don't want to see the men rise in public without Mm -mm. our permission. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not enough (laughs) lady streakers. Historically.
4: No, (laughs) exactly. We're ready for you. Have you guys ever
2: streaked? No i think so but i'm not i don't know i can't remember i guess i would remember huh the thrill yeah the closest thing
4: i can think of is losing a truth or dare in eighth grade and i got dared to run outside down my friend's cul-de-sac naked that's the closest
2: i think if it's gonna happen it's got to be in a cul-de-sac you know yeah like (laughs) yeah because that way you know exactly how far you're going and coming back there's no like oh to that stop sign it's a clear Mm -hmm. round the circle Exactly. absolutely <laughs> nudity is for cul-de-sacs i think oh, we can yeah. all agree Absol-
3: absolutely um, absolutely
2: <laughs> but yeah we wanted to do something a little bit different with this episode so we asked you guys to call us and you did so thank you love yeah, that we got some
3: fun f- you're our guest this week listeners. yeah you are yeah. the fourth
2: lady this week mm-hmm. so that's that's fun so yeah we're just gonna play your um your voicemails and talk about them and go from there and we just wanted to take the opportunity to say thank you guys all so much for supporting us for all this, these years. And yeah, we wanted to kind of, you know, try and do like a, a positive episode since we don't know what the fuck's gonna be happening
3: so yeah if like the revolution happens and you guys are listening to this while you're digging a foxhole in front of your house let us we know appreciate um, it let us yeah. know
4: yeah <laughs> honestly if, if they're calling was... us before yeah right.
3: of course <laughs> yeah
4: there will be a record of, of our previous life if nothing else yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay Wee. Let's Wee. go for it. Okay, Let's listen to some of our <laughs> international callers. Oh yeah, here we go. Hello, um, I'm Sarah.
6: I'm calling from New Zealand. Um, I just thought maybe throw a bit of flair into. <laughs> sure, you have a lot of international listeners. Just wanted to say I discovered you guys basically during our first quarantine back in March, April. Here, we've been in and out of quarantine since, but things are pretty good here now. Um, and I just, I don't know what I would have done without your podcast. It's just been so amazing. Um, I went through a breakup after almost nine years with my partner. And um, you guys have been a huge help in getting through that. You guys, plus apparently I'm really into Elvis now and Kokido, which is a new kind of thing in New Zealand. <laughs> it's been kind of my, um, the way I'm getting through everything. Um and I don't really have any funny stories. Just wanted to say thank you, and you guys are the best. And um, you have at least one listener down here. Um, and I hope you guys are doing great. Thank you. Bye.
3: Oh, Sarah, Aww. she's so sweet.
2: Oh my god. So, was so um, nice.
3: It's amazing to hear from somebody in New Zealand who handled it, I think, better than everybody else. So yes. congratulations yeah. on living in the best place. Um, it's funny because, like, we so this is a Google voicemail, and we get like the written out version and um they don't have like a new zealand translator <laughs> so when you said partner it spells it with a capital p a t n a
4: Patna partner. Partner.
2: Partner.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and at the end it says you have at least one dead listener down here
2: <laughs> I Hope we have at least so. one dead listener there better be some ghosts
4: into this oh gosh oh yeah i hope absolutely. everyone that listens to us lives forever absolutely <laughs> i think
2: so <laughs> Man. No, I'm thinking it's somebody who discovered us after. Died, oh, okay. So. I see. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, I mean, it sounds like you're, ha- you're having a great quarantine. You're listening to us. You're getting into Elvis and eating cookie dough. Congratulations. Wait, so
2: she said that's a new thing in New Zealand, which was I found to be interesting.
3: Cookie dough is new? What, do they, they just bake Zealand, all their cookies? I mean,
4: it's very American, I think, because it's yeah. like bad for you and like could kill like it's it could kill you a few different ways which makes it very American so I could see how it would be a while before a cookie what are the different the ways it can kill
2: you besides just
4: like eating raw eggs well yeah there's the salmonella and then just like you know the sugar and cholesterol Oh,
3: uh, I see. the long, the long, there's the the long, long. haul yeah. Con. Yeah. It was a short, it's a short a long game, game and, and a long short game. con.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking how funny it is that like, um, air fryers have really come into vogue during quarantine. Yeah. Like that's how American we are is we were like, I need my fried foods. I it. <laughs> <laughs> Like I will I'll, fry something.
3: Well, Don't worry. Important point by air fryers. I actually just watched a very long YouTube video about the difference between that and convection ovens. And there is no difference. What? Because apparently an air fryer is not actually a fryer. It just it is a convection oven. Um, like oh. that's the thing that makes it crispy. But they just call it Heat. an air fryer because convection ovens already exist. So it's so. basically
4: like calling a ho- an oven a hot air box.
3: Yes yeah okay exactly well because okay. i got i got a free air fryer from a friend that's moving away because uh, i was like yeah he was like i'm getting rid of this so i was like yeah sure i'll take it i'll fuck with this and then i like looked up stuff about it and it was this guy that was like they're complete bullshit don't buy the hype i was like all right <laughs> all now right air what, fryers what is the convection of it it's a setting on like it. It just um. It's just like a setting on your like toaster oven. Most of them that have it that just like kind of crisps things up a little oh, bit. See, but I don't have I a don't
2: toaster
4: have a toast oven, oven. So oh
3: no, well,
4: this his, is where yeah.
3: If you get the toaster oven, you can do other stuff with it too. Like You can toast, you can broil, you can do everything else. Plus, you can do the air frying part of it. So anyway, I'm not like well, you're, I'm like, sold. I'm not here to rain on the air fryer parade, but the I did watch. The question
2: is, do they have air, do they have air fryers in New Zealand yet? Have they That's gotten? A, yeah.
3: I'm going to say probably not. I think they seem
2: happy <laughs> enough. I mean,
4: I've been like, I but know. But air fryers that are Z- healthy, right? I mean,
2: they're actually like good yeah, sh- for you. It, it, yeah, it it's they're just, healthy. Yeah. It's just like you said, it's just like an oven or something. It's just crisping yeah. it up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like you bake fries, but it's like a little bit crispier than that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like not bad. Yeah um, I always think that everyone in New Zealand is a is a uh, a hobbit and I know that's not true and I'm so sorry that that's just wow. where my brain goes. But I like was really obsessed with the um, uh, the Lord of the Rings special effects because it was or um, like special features in the DVD because it was the four hobbits like snowboarding and uh, doing all Ooh. the stuff in New Zealand on their off time. And their friendship was so pure and beautiful.
4: That and sounds yeah, like a much really better a movie. Bond. Yeah. It was like but much really, more pl- exciting. I think the Lord of the Rings, I would have been able to get through more than half of one if there was one extreme sport. <laughs> something. Something besides just... <laughs> Hobbits on a Hike. I
2: hate that movie yeah, so much. They're very boring. <laughs> very boring. I also like Brandy's first you said You meant to say special, like behind the scenes, but you yeah. said special effects. So I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, like, Brandy's really into the special effects. I know, you know it's when, like, you know, when the, you know when the ring falls? She loves that scene.
3: Dude, Andy's circus was Gollum. Mm-hmm. It's crazy when you see how they, they, they put it on his little Suit. That guy, he's got the best career I think, because nobody really knows what he looks like. But he just gets to like win awards as different like creatures. That and is stuff pretty like sweet that.
2: actually. Yeah. What's yeah. that guy's name? Andy, Andy Circus. Oh, I love he's that. The one, he's the one yeah. who does all those like. He's Darth Maul. And... Wait, is he Darth Maul? I'm, isn't he? I'm gonna look him up real. real quick I think he, I whatever. He's like does all those characters.
4: Oh, how fun! Someone should write a documentary about this guy. He's like a I mean, mascot for all the movies.
3: He, play, he plays all the, like the. He's really good at all the motion capture stuff. Like I oh, think he cool. was. um He's in like the Planet of the Apes movies. He kind of does a lot of like that stuff. I think he's the like, King Kong in the 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 Light King Kong. He's the guy. He's the go to. Yeah, guy. he's the guy. Well, let he's me ask creature. you about this: Is there a girl? I, not 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 at the same level as him. Let me well, see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there. I'm sure a,
2: there is. I do, we probably just don't know her. Yeah, which it, is a problem.
3: Patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to know the female what, what the the special effects glass ceiling that needs to get broken. Everybody, if you know the female Andy Circus, or if you're looking for a female Andy Circus, there's three of us. I could put on a motion capture suit.
2: I would not it's be fun. good at this. I can already tell you. I get. I get. <laughs> um, all right, let's play our next. Okay. One.
5: Hello, Barbara, Brandy, and of course Tess. This is Rob Shimer. I just wanted to say hello. Uh, I'm a merchandiser. I have to go to the stores and set up displays. I quit my job as a food delivery guy because my boss was a Trump supporter and I hated driving places and dealing with people. So, okay, bye bye.
3: perfect perfect message Um, perfect story we have
4: a beginning middle and an end you know Um, exactly first of all Rob great work quitting because your boss was a Trump supporter
2: yeah yeah, that was very succinct. I mean, you quit your job for all the right reasons, I will say. Mm-hmm. Your boss was a Trump supporter, you hated driving places, <laughs> and you hated dealing with people, and that's it <laughs> seems like pretty much every See, facet. Yeah, that's a very clean, clear-cut reason <laughs> yeah. to quit. Yeah. All three.
3: Yeah, for, for our listeners, that is a reason to, these are three beautiful reasons to quit your job and find something better. That is I,
2: good reasons to dump him. By the way, your boss.
4: There should be an option on the unemployment quiz that you have to take that's like i was laid off covid and then one should just be like my boss was a trump supporter like that yeah. should
3: be exactly just like i can't deal with this <laughs> bullshit another second
2: <laughs> i hope when he quit that they gave them this list
3: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly man i love i i think like setting up displays would be such a fun job like the big mirror like the big uh, open windows and stuff like that would be so cool
2: yeah that always uh that looks fun it, mm-hmm. to be the what what movie is that or whatever where they have to be a window person and then it's like oh it gets mannequin.
4: <laughs> mannequin. I was going to say is it literally mannequin?
2: <laughs> Classic movie. Rob, that's what you should do. Go find a mannequin who comes to life <laughs> and Kim Katroll and then you uh, can be a merchandiser. Then she goes to sleep so you don't really have to deal with people that much cuz she just goes to sleep, you know, she's just a mannequin. Did you
3: guys ever watch the... um a kid's show today's special when you're a kid so, uh he, yes yeah that has like a mannequins that come to life right today's <gasps>
2: special come I'm... join in the fun did it did it i was just thinking about that show like two days ago so that's really creepy <laughs> yeah uh, we didn't oh, have weird. cable
3: but i had like
4: some friends that had cable and i remember watching that show at their house and that was a really big treat yeah it was um, before oh, yeah. you could like freeze frame stuff right like the actors had to just like stand really still
2: yeah i th- oh man there was a lot of like hey wouldn't it be cool if everyone just stood still <laughs> for a minute in that <laughs> they were really into that TV. TV. yeah even yeah. saved and by the bell did extras that. blinking and stuff yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah zach could pause time time there out weird, there were some weird like fantasy elements of saved by the bell that
4: like slowly fizzled out, <laughs> <laughs> out. yeah <laughs> they weren't really sure what they were doing there until Bayside got into its third or fourth year.
2: Yeah. Are they bring? I know they're bringing the show back to Peacock or something, so oh, I wonder if they're right. bringing the time stopping element. Oh, my um, God.
4: You know what we I really need so. is like a mashup of Quantum Leap and Saved by the Bell. Where I like agree. Scott Bakula leaps back to get uh, Zach and Kelly to have a better prom.
2: <laughs> I feel like this probably <laughs> did happen in some some <laughs> crossover. That, like, no one ever, that, like, got erased from history.
3: (laughs) At the very least, it's fan fiction that that exists, for sure. But
2: thank you for calling Rob. Great voice. I think he said he's done, like, voiceover stuff before. Yeah, I think so, too.
3: Yeah, you got a good voice for it, Rob. It's nice to put a voice So get out
2: there. And hopefully you don't have to deal with that many people doing voiceover, especially now. You can just do it from home and send it in.
3: Well, and I think if you're setting up your displays and, like, people come up and you don't want to deal with them, you could just pause as a mannequin in the displays until they leave. I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there as a potential Mm. business tip.
2: Mannequin challenge. Oh, there we go. you got to be really good at staying still, though. What Mm -hmm. if, like, somebody, you were talking to somebody
3: and you just, like, you didn't want to talk to them and then you just froze? (laughs)
2: I feel like that's what's going to happen outside of quarantine because I'm kind of, we we don't really have to talk to that many people we don't like now. So I feel like once I start getting into those situations, I am just going to freeze because I have no out like I do. We're
4: going to need some kind of an exit hatch.
3: Exactly. I'm just going to pretend to pow- power down and then just stand there until the person walks away from me.
4: <laughs> this is actually reminding me. This is a, th- I think this is like a prank I used to pull on people. Like when I was like a teenager in plays, I would walk up to them and like stand there and smile and stare. And then when they started laughing, I would just keep doing it. And then they would get creeped out and then That's they would so laugh
2: really creepy. hard. <laughs> That's some teenager shit for sure. That is very teen. Very teen of you. Thank I came you. up, I have a, okay, I want, this should be like a TikTok thing. Somebody okay. on TikTok do this. But uh, this is a very, I think, nice prank to plan someone and easy. But yesterday, you know, it was Sunday. So me and my, I was like cleaning up and my boyfriend was kind of saying he was going to clean. He hadn't gotten to it yet. And so I was like, honey, oh, oh my God, wait, will you come over here? Will you just stand right there? This is a great picture. Will you just lean against that wall? And he's like, okay. And so he leaned against it. And then I go, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean.
4: Yes. (laughs) Did you guys ever get told that by a boss? Yes, of course. (laughs) He'd never heard it before. Really? Yeah, because I said that to Sean once and he was like, what? And I was like, you never had a job where they said if you got time to lean, you got time to clean? Yeah.
2: I think it's like a, a service industry. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, but I want people to. I would think it'd be great if people got because they're so confused when they're like, "Why are you telling me to lean up?" <laughs> it was a great. Mo- it was one of those things where I laughed
3: about it for like way too long afterwards. <laughs> I love the idea of you just pranking Adam in your house alone together. Yeah, I'm just but doing come n- down to doing it's nice beautiful. pranks. I love
2: it. I love they're it. They love pranks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Love pranks. The love <laughs> pranks. Okay. um, <laughs> Here we go. Here's okay. one, another one. Hi, ladies. I um,
7: love your show. A good friend of mine turned me on to it uh, many years ago. And I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. You guys answered my lady problem, oh, God, back in like – 2018, I think, where I had like a shitty boss and a shitty work situation, but I was trying to go to grad school. Well, quick update. I am a second year MBA student. I ended up like crushing my GMAT and getting a 50% scholarship from the school. And I just signed my full time offer with a um, great company for after school. And so like things are on the up and up. So thank you guys for answering that question for me and helping me out. Um, and just also, like, thank you all for being kind of a sunshiny, funny spot to go when, when I need uh, a bright spot in the shit that is 2020. So thank you all and have a great day. Bye.
2: Aww. Oh, my God, I
4: Aww. love that. I'm so happy yeah. for her. She's crushing Man. it.
2: We and feel. I don't want to take direct credit for that, but I think we will. Yeah,
4: yeah. why not? We need. We gotta get. We gotta <laughs> take it where we can.
3: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like we're the reason you got that scholarship. So you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So congratulations <laughs> to you and us for being your inspiration. Um, but like, man. seriously,
4: I'm always just so impressed by our listeners. Yes. Like I. I mean, not to brag, but we seriously have the best listeners in the world. Like. Yeah. The
3: number of people. We do. That- I think yeah. about that a lot. Mm-hmm. The number of people that write it they're like, so I just got my second MBA, my second doctorate. Like, yeah. okay, I'll look at a full ride. The first female
2: astronaut in Antarctica. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel good because I, I'm I'm smart in you know various ways, but not the way that they are. And so I'm like, yeah. oh, I feel I feel smart by association. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I feel like we're making smart people laugh, so that means you know <laughs> we're, we're part one of the pie. degree
4: away from. Yes. <laughs> Yeah,
3: I mean, here's the thing. Someday we're gonna have so many honorary doctorates. I can't wait. Like oh um, please. I can't. I can't wait to get to that point in my career. Like you know when like, when the like celebrity is just like they have like honorary doctorates from like five different colleges.
2: Or they just get knighted. You're like, yeah, hey, famous enough. We'll knight you now. Can, <laughs> Can a lady get hell? knighted? Is Helen? Is Judy
4: Dame a? Knight? Yeah, Dame 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 Judy Dame Dame the, Judy, Judy, James, Judy Dane. Dame Judy
3: Dane. <laughs> Dame Judy Dane. Yeah, Dame is the is the lady. <laughs> I think Dame knight, right? Helen Mirren yeah but do you I, have to be british can only the queen knight you or is there like an equivalent like uh like the no i think it's only the yeah like can angela merkel make me like a german knight oh good <laughs> no question. it's only the queen i don't right? know if
2: you want to be that but maybe <laughs> <laughs> germans are into kinky
4: stuff i feel like germans would let you streak at your knighting.
3: oh for sure german knighting would be pretty fun i think actually i think so
2: I just want to go to Berlin really badly. That'd be a good time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, congratulations. That's so cool. It's just so nice to hear when, you know, like those moments in your life when you're at the precipice of like a big change or a big Mm -hmm. decision and being able to look back on that and be like, oh, fuck yeah, I made the right choice and look where I am now.
3: Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's always nice to hear when like advice that we gave like works out too. I mean, I don't think we ever hear from anybody that's like you ruined my life, but (laughs) it is nice to hear like, oh, cool, we got we helped someone kind of push them over the edge or made them you know solidify something in their mind a little bit.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of times it's you know. I think when you're looking for advice, a lot of times it is just like you're like, I know the answer, but I just need my friends to, like, push me in the right direction. So Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
4: Because then even if they give you the advice you don't want, then you can just make the other thing. It's like when you try to ask your boyfriend or husband which outfit you want to wear. It doesn't matter which one they choose. It's how you feel about what they said about which one you should wear.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel feel like I definitely feel like I've matured in that, like, I can – I know now – people you just know people are like going to figure their shit out it's mm-hmm. when they're like in a situation where you're like oh boy I know how this is going to work out you're like it doesn't fucking matter what I say no. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be here for you for the ride so yeah yeah totally
4: <laughs> I'll buy you ice cream either way yeah,
2: yeah. exactly exactly um, okay we'll do one more and then we'll take a break okay <laughs> All right, a butt dial. Wow. <laughs> right. Did somebody actually butt dial us? Because I don't think, I mean, maybe our phone number's like one off of someone. But I, I, I can't tell if that was someone trying to prank us. <laughs>
4: um, I don't think it was someone trying to prank us.
2: Um, I'm trying to think how we could have been butt dialed. It was a lot of grunting. Like, were they moving something? It didn't sound like a sex grunt. It sounded like a moving grunt. Yeah, or yeah. like
4: this person had their phone in their car and they were like running to their car because they were about to get a parking ticket.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, who's
3: gonna call us and they saw like the, trafl- the traffic person oh yeah yeah maybe they like typed it in their phone to like call us later and then put their phone like in their purse and it like banged around it accidentally hit call or something I don't or know. maybe wow,
2: just be careful about that cause never forget the time oh man that- I think about your butt dial all the
3: time it like oh, it made me a paranoid person <laughs> it's yeah
2: <laughs> it's the worst <sighs> worst th- thing that's ever happened to me when I accidentally butt dialed the guy I was dating and was talking to my good friend about how he couldn't come and uh, left him a five I mean, minute voicemail about the it. horror oh. even you
3: saying it again is uh. so, it hurts Fuck. No, I
4: agree ever since that happened anytime I'm saying anything remotely sensitive that could like ruin me I put my phone on airplane mode seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: Let for this real be a lesson to you all
4: yeah like, so a butt I'm... dial but a butt dial with a lesson for us
3: really <laughs> yeah, absolutely it extends to like text messages too like if i'm sending like some real like talking shit i'll just be like i'll like be like yes this is going to barbara and tess we <laughs> yes. will read because like so you're just like wait did i forget how to read their names and you just need to make sure that this is going where it needs to go right now oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and
2: it's people it happens yeah
3: Yeah, exactly. Some people would say the lesson is don't to talk shit, but I think it's just a lesson in literacy. Let me live
2: my life. (laughs) (laughs) So mysterious butt dialer, feel free to actually call us back or let your butt do the talking, I guess.
4: And we will let our butts do the talking when we see you soon.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's ace it's ace ventura calling us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. B R B, y'all. Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with you, you and guys. your voicemails. Thanks so much for calling. And I don't know, I guess we'll maybe we can cut this out, but should we leave this voicemail up and people can leave us stuff occasionally? Or is this like I think it's fine done. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean we still have the voicemail up, so if you guys wanna, you know, leave us a voicemail, please do it the number six six one five two three two four two three. yeah it's fun hearing y'all's voices so you know
3: if you if you have like a lady problem and you have been like i just don't want to fucking type this out you can send
2: us a voicemail i like yeah, that i think that con yeah context can be easier to discern from yes for
3: sure voices too for sure okay
2: um all right let's go hi ladies
5: my name's amanda and if you can't already tell from my accent i'm australian um I am in Brisbane, which is in the state of Queensland. Um, It's the capital city. Um, It's currently 8 a.m. here on, oh God, what's the date? The 28th of October. Um, I am a scientist in pathology, so that has impacted us big time with COVID. Um, I don't actually work in the department that does the testing, but they've been slammed. We've also been slammed. Um, I mean, as far as the whole pandemic goes, in Brisbane we're really lucky. We haven't had community transmission here for about 50 days in um, the whole of Queensland and Brisbane. So um, life is sort of probably a lot more normal here than what it would be for you guys. Um, But I guess as a scientist, um, I work in uh, genetics, so I look at your chromosomes and your DNA. and I guess I just want to promote people looking after their health. That's not just COVID-related; um, it's everywhere or everything. Um, you know, don't slack off on your regular checkups and stuff like that, just because you know people are already afraid of going out in public and going to the doctor. Please, any issues, you should be getting them tested, getting checked out. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, I just want to thank you, ladies. You ladies make me laugh every week. Um, if I'm sitting at my desk at work laughing, it's usually because of you, ladies. Um, thank you so much. Big fan. Uh, yeah, that's probably it. I don't really have a lady problem, but I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you. I encourage people to look after themselves. And, yeah, that's
8: it. Thanks, ladies. Bye.
2: Oh, my uh, God. So cool. Another scientist. Ooh,
8: Honestly? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, we're so cool. I
4: mean, I'm just using the coolness <laughs> of our listeners. Absolutely. It's kind of like how my sister-in-law's a doctor and I brag about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By, we, like we by, by association. They went to so much school, some of that bleeds over into us. You totally. Know? They, yeah.
4: <laughs> they can share some of their status with with their old pals, the ladies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so cool also yeah our our talk to text like thing that it's telling us told us that she was calling from prison yeah and not that, Brisbane <laughs> yeah not Brisbane and then it said when she said that's not look after your health that's not just COVID related it said look after your health that's not just Tom Cruise related
4: and I saw that in the transcript and I was like hoping that she actually meant Tom Cruise and she was like and not just what the Scientologists are telling you <laughs> yeah. out there in LA <laughs>
3: yeah Like you look, also eat- Thetans not just the are thetans. one thing. Yeah. I mean,
2: COVID is definitely Tom Cruise related somehow, I'm I sure. Bet. So, I oh, bet. yeah. I was wondering that yesterday, actually,
3: because, like, the, uh, I think, like, when you're a top level Scientologist, like, you're not supposed to get sick at all. So, I'm wondering how they're spinning, like, this happening, like, if their members are what they're doing. What do you mean you're not supposed to get sick? Well, if you've removed all of your thetans and you were, like, top tier you can't you can't get sick because that's yeah you just like are invincible to to diseases and stuff
4: okay that makes me think like I believe that they're not getting sick and everyone should have access to whatever they're getting shot up with not just Scientologists oh yeah for sure (laughs) do you guys remember last year because I always get sick in the winter I got that um, immunity shot in my ass that hurt really bad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it worked amazing are you gonna get it again i think so yeah because i think that's what like like fancy people do i think they just get
3: injected with shit
2: yeah well i yeah. mean trump apparently had covid and yeah it's fine uh, so. i can't I only got the fancy
3: shit i'm still holding out we'll see okay. uh,
2: <laughs> but i mean this is good advice this is good advice because like i know i'm sure we all do this but You know, when you just something's off and you're like, Mm -hmm. the last thing in the world you want to do is go to the doctor, but you know you should. I think it is really easy to not do that now. but Yeah. But thank you for telling us that, because I think that is really good to hear from, you know, (laughs) a scientist telling us, like, don't fucking put it off. Go see them if something's wrong.
3: Yeah, for sure. It's so important to just stay on top of all that stuff, because it's like health will, like i feel like it like uh becomes a snowball effect if it's like one thing isn't working right then you're more like um you know your white blood cells already fighting something else so it's you become more susceptible to other things so you know make sure you get your flu shots this year too do it (laughs) yeah i love man this is i like this episode too because like we get to hear the difference between a new zealand and australian accent
4: yeah because i didn't think i could tell them apart but now back to back i can
3: yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're learning. We're learning. Looks like
2: episode. we got to go do shows in New Zealand Can and Australia. Guys. Okay, let's do Jeez,
3: it. Jeez. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. Um- <laughs> I have a question for the the scientists listening. Can uh, a podcast fan um, petition you to become a citizen of the country?
2: Good question. Uh, Does that have to be a green card thing or can we just have fans of our podcast (sighs) let us
4: into their country? Only only you, dear listener, know whether we legitimately need to know that on
2: Wednesday. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is wild to like... Yeah, talk to people who are just like really not, you know, experiencing qu- quarantine or anything at the level that we are because yeah. I forget. that it, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. they handled it well and they're kind of like back to pretty much life as, as mm-hmm. usual. And I just like cannot I'm like, wait, what? How is it yeah. nice? Must yeah, be nice. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. Very happy for you guys. Um it's a bittersweet happiness though, because man. <sighs> Someday, maybe. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll
2: get there. Yeah um, Of course.
3: Let's hear somebody else. Um
2: hey
3: up speaker.
1: I'm calling you on speakerphone because I am currently combing my own head for life. Um I'm a teacher and it is our second week back and I have knits because one of my kids threw them at me when he was mad. Um so I am calling to ask should I shave my head? I don't know that I can pull it off, and it's about to be winter, so cold head. But on the other hand, um, this is the absolute worst. So should I shave my head or any other lace tips and tricks?
2: Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no oh, my God. <laughs> One of my kids threw them at he me when he was mad. People what have you-
4: no idea how hard it is to teach college, you know?
3: Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Wow, that's Wait, insane. are lice big enough that you can just pick them up and throw them?
4: Yeah, I think so. I think so because like people do pick them out. Yeah, with like a comb. Yeah, my friend's <laughs> kids have gotten lice, and I know that she's had to like comb through their hair and pull them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, first of all, I'm sorry. Also, our sucks. translation thing again said, I'm a teacher at home. So I thought you got it teaching at home, which I was like, that's well, especially. You know, I don't know oh. if this has
4: to do with the school, you know. Um, oh,
2: God, yeah, shoot. Go,
4: okay, I mean, I feel like. like I love encouraging people to do, like, impulsive things. So I think, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, girl, shave your head. Do it. You can do it. Great excuse to buy more beanies. I yeah. mean, Great for the rest of your life you'll be able to say that you did it once this could be your YOLO moment Um, Mm -hmm. and that sounds like I
2: agree I think totally go for it it's gonna be way easier to take care of the lice fuck it it gives you the opportunity to do it yeah I think,
3: I think also <laughs> I, know, I feel really <laughs> bad for you i know also i think keep the hair with the lice in it and then throw the entire head of hair back at that child yes. the next time you see them just yes. like How would
2: you even handle that if a fucking child threw lice at you and then you got lice i mean that's a parent
3: teacher conference at the very least right <laughs> the very least <laughs> like hey i don't your kid shouldn't have come to school with lice in their hair oh mm-hmm. god are they throwing it at other children? Is this like a whirling dervish of lice? Like, I mean, in your I'm class? imagining, yeah, more surprised. Surprised. more kids are getting it. Lice yeah. wars. This kid just like weaponizing themselves in the classroom, just like I didn't do my homework. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should shave this kid's head first. Actually, that's what I would like to see. Um, a public shaving yes yeah yeah shave this child yeah, that'll head. go
2: that'll go really well i think so I yeah think that, should do that
4: that should be right in step with what parents are looking for
3: um <laughs> yeah exactly i wanted to reopen the schools we're shaving the kids heads that's how it goes now
2: <laughs> i mean yeah oh, but man. go on etsy get yourself like a com- like a cool beanie or two to feel good about it um shave it fuck it
4: I like yeah. that shave it fuck it. Shave, shave it. Fuck it. it. Fuck it. Shave I mean it I'm fuck sad it.
2: you did it. Like you could have used this. I, I don't know, maybe you already did. Uh, you know cuz you sent this a few days ago, but like would have been a good opportunity for a shaved head Halloween costume and mm. we're past mm-hmm. that, but yeah. Thanksgiving costume. Yeah. You can be Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love it man also like uh, thank you for being a teacher I'm just gonna say it because it's yes. a really hard job that people don't uh appreciate anywhere near as much as they should I know we have a lot of teacher listeners and especially with everything that's going on right now you guys are dealing with so much more than you fucking should have to Um, so thank you
2: <laughs> we love yeah teachers. thank you so much I mean you are obviously putting yourself in in <laughs> An intense situation every single day, even more with this. So, yeah, good on you for going back in there after a kid threw lice at your at your at your head.
3: Yeah, I think maybe print out a giant picture of what a is a single lice called a lice. I don't know what a single lice is called, but like a louse. A louse. a louse. <laughs> print, print out a picture of one louse and put it on this kid's table for when he comes in in the morning, and be like, "That's what's on your head. Clean your shit."
4: <laughs> I knew that Ugh. it was louse from that song in Lay Miz. Isn't there a lyric that's like, a louse, din house"? Oh, master of the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's where I've learned. I've learned a lot of things. Most of my most of my knowledge comes from from various Broadway soundtracks.
2: I've been thinking. I mean, I you know we we've all gone through the I think wanting to shave our head thing. I've oh, really yeah. been thinking about it lately because I'm so fucking sick of my hair, and I'm just like, like, are we? I need to know if we're going like back into harsh lockdown or not. Because if we are, I'm just fucking doing it. Cause. Yeah.
4: Honestly, no. I think that like if you we do, it'll be your own personal choice. I think as a nation, we're saying fuck it.
2: Yeah. So, so lockdown
4: is fuck it. Yeah. I think it's up to you how the degree to which you want to be locked in.
3: Yeah. I do think I do think uh, most people that are reading anything are probably going to like do a pretty much a, a serious lockdown for most of the winter, though. So I think mm. it would be it's a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but I mean, just to play devil's advocate, summer
2: is a good. T- I mean, it's kind of yeah. a summer cut. I mean, I don't think if I, I think if I don't do it now, I won't. Okay, um, then do it, do it. But I keep trying to look in the mirror and see what I. <laughs> like, but it does, you know. You can't really get the effect by just doing that. <laughs> but you're yeah, so good gotta- at Photoshop, can't you Photoshop it? Yeah, I'm sure I could Photoshop it, but I feel like it'll still. But I'm getting to that point where I literally will wake up and be like, maybe I'll just do it today. Like, that's where yeah. it's at.
4: Do
3: it. <laughs> but you have to, like, live stream it or something. I want to see I it. Know, I know. I was like, I can't just do it. It has to
2: be, like, four or something. Yeah. Definitely.
3: Yeah. And shave it into, like, different things or cut it into weird different yeah, things. Yeah, you got to, like, have fun the journey. you can do it.
2: Yeah, the Ooh. journey. I'm, like, scared involved. that it'll grow back straight or something. Or like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> what if Your like- hair is going to go to straight
2: conversion camp. <laughs> yeah. what, if I, what if I somehow change it? I don't know
3: oh, man, I don't know. I mean. takes on a
2: life of its own after that but yeah. uh, anyway listener, I'm there with you not not for the same reasons, but maybe we can both shave our head at the same time and then be in yeah. the same boat together if anyone if anyone uh,
3: listening has shaved their head during quarantine, let us know how's it going? How are you enjoying it? Do you enjoy the breeze on your on your scalp? Um, oh I know I've that
2: feels so good. I just not <sighs> dealing with that. I'm so fucking sick of like buying expensive mm-hmm. products and just all this shit, especially when I'm not really like seeing people, you know, totally. I mean, like, I will say I have an undercut and like when I wear my
3: hair up and I just like just it's short and I feel like just the breeze in that part of my neck, it's very refreshing. And that, oh, uh, Ooh, I mean, I think about shaving it all the time, but I like, I like where my hair is at right now. So I'm not fucking with it, but <laughs> otherwise I'd be there
2: with you too. Yeah. It's a hard Hard choice. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, all right, let's do one more.
5: Do Ladies. Have... It's David from Florida. Oh, shit. I shouldn't say where I'm at or who I am. Uh, Sam from Barbados. Look, right, I have a problem. A lady problem. Well, it's not a lady problem. I'm an honorary lady. But I'm not a lady, so it's, but it's a problem. All right, I just split my pants at work. I can't wait for the <laughs> fucking election show. I need you to update <laughs> me now. What am I going to do about my rip pants? I'm wearing work pants. I squat it down with a box of fucking paper. Big ass box of paper. Gotta move it. Move it in. Squat it down with your legs. Not with your back. Guess what? Rip my pants. All right? I need some fucking help. All right? I'm a pizza on (laughs) them again. Help me. I know.
4: Can't
9: wait. What What do I do? 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 Please. All right? I need your help. Please make this quick. Um. Uh, this is
5: uh, Dave. No, Sam, Sam from uh, Guantanamo. Okay. Uh, thanks for the podcast.
9: Bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thanks, Sam. Appreciate it, Thank, so Thank you, Sam. You, Sam. I, I just want to read part of this, what it said. All right, just split my pants work. I can't for the pumpkin election, Michelle. I need you to up now. What am I going to do about my birth month? <laughs>
3: All valid questions.
2: <laughs> I
3: for sure pretty thought you were Je-
2: pretty much the same as what he said. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I totally thought you were calling in and being like, "I'm a Gemini. What do I do?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know, man.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, sorry. Sounds like we didn't answer this in time because the- he did leave this on Friday. Oh no. Yeah. So he might still be sitting around. <laughs> he might still split be there because what? What if he couldn't walk out to the car because his pants were
4: split? Well.
3: Oh yeah. A-
4: as someone who has split my pants at work, also. <laughs> Um, what you got to do is you back into a wall. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when I was at work, I, well, I didn't split my pants at work, but it was when I was teaching dance and I mm. came to work with a hole in my pants in the butt <laughs> and I was wearing a thong. And because I was teaching dance, there was mirrors in the whole room.
0: Oh. And one of the kids
4: was like, yo, Miss Barker, you've got a hole in your pants. And then they all started laughing and pointing. And I was just like, shut up. Shut up. No, I don't. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I just kept trying to back into a corner, but it was just rearing my uh, reflection closer to them. Um,
3: <laughs>
4: so unless you're in a room that's filled with mirrors, I say back up to a wall and mm-hmm. just hug the wall all the way to your car until you can drive to Target and get new pants.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Target is the place you go for an emergency pant, Yeah. Um, by the way. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely the move.
2: <laughs> absolutely. You, I, I always do that if you need to replace some clothing quickly. You end up in Target where you get a piece of clothing that doesn't truly fit you, but yep. ends up kind of just haunting you in your closet for years to come. And then you
4: take oh, it oh, to yeah. a clothing exchange like eight or nine years later. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Pass the buck.
3: I've definitely done that where I've like spilled food on myself on the way to like a show or something. And I'm like, well... I can't wear these pants on stage. Let me just go buy some black jeans at Target and then I'll just return them the next day. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I told myself a million times that I would have a backup like outfit in the car and it just never happened. Yeah.
4: Well, or you use the backup outfit and then you forget to replenish
2: it. Yes. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Adding that to the list. <laughs> I mean, I think you go Billy Madison on this and then you're like, mm-hmm. you get somebody else in the office to also split their pants. And then oh, they're like, no, yeah. splitting your pants is cool, man. And you guys just have. <laughs> oh,
2: that's a good idea. <laughs> I Or, I mean, if you're in an office, lots of office supplies could fix this. You know, we got a stapler. Oh, yes. We got duct like. Duct tape. Maybe if they have. Duct tape. Ooh,
3: yeah. Yeah. You could just do a little um, uh, post-it note skirt. You know, really gender oh, bend I it up. I love that. I think that could be really fun. Get some fringe going.
4: Yeah. Fashion show.
3: Mm-hmm. Split pants,
4: but make it fashion.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a hard moment. Sp- splitting your pants is the same as like being in a chair that breaks. It's like a moment where you're like, "This isn't my fault," but ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: really hurts. depends on how many people are there to like view it. It's like if you split your pants in the woods and there's nowhere to see- the one there to see it, does it happen? <laughs> I will say when we got this voicemail I just saw like the transcript of, of it on my phone and I had this like moment of fear cuz I saw the name I am Sam and when it said Barbados I thought it said Barbara oh. and I remembered the guy I hooked up with in New York years ago we never exchanged our real names but he he said oh, he was Sam and Dian- I said I was Diane yeah. and I like thought it was that guy he found you I okay. found you <laughs> that really, honestly like really freaked me out for a second so I'm sorry you split your pants David I mean Sam but thank you for not being Sam
3: <laughs> yeah exactly
4: and also <laughs> where nobody knows your name <laughs>
3: <laughs> also you know what I think this is a a, a good reminder to everybody if you don't have uh if you haven't updated your underwear in a while
2: Great get some reminder. fun underwear you haven't updated your underwear in quarantine what are you even doing I think I uh, I've gone through that phase twice now. Or out of the underwear drawer. Man, why is underwear so expensive? Underwear so and socks. Expensive. I can it's only crazy. do it in little
4: chunks at a time because I can't handle like dropping serious coin on undies.
3: I know. Oh, yeah.
2: I just go through and like, you know, the ones where you're like, okay, these really have to go. I, yeah. I definitely yeah. did a round or two of that. Yeah. 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 Definitely.
3: Definitely. So if you haven't updated your underwear, there's a fun quarantine activity, everybody. I like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Send us pics. Just kidding. Don't thank don't you. Do Please, don't. Please, don't, Please do don't. don't
3: do that. Don't. We don't okay. want
2: that. Uh. Um, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. beer Beer-bee. <laughs> Hey everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. We're coming to you from the past with voicemails from people. Yay. Um, yeah, we're gonna play some more. These are all Lady Problems one, so let's roll the music.
1: Lady
2: Lady Problems. Lady, Lady Problems. Lady problems, do you
9: have
2: them? Lady problems. Do you have them?
0: People have them. Alright, here we go. Hi, Brandy, Barbara, and Tess. Uh my name is Rihanna uh from New York and know uh a different Rihanna than the one you're thinking of. Um I'm twenty five and I love you guys. Um, you're so inspirational and you help. You lead my best (laughs) life. Um, I feel like I have the most awesome gal pals in my pocket when I listen to your podcast. And just Mm -hmm. thank you for all the laughs. Um, In quarantine, I broke up with my long-term boyfriend, who and we had a pretty rough um, breakup. And, uh, yeah, my lady problem is if if you have any advice on how to deal with an ex who is in the same bridal party as you are, And now with the pandemic, the wedding is postponed and there's going to be two ceremonies, Um, one in November and one in 2021. So, yeah, if you have any advice for that, um, love you guys and keep the laughs coming. And thank you and hope you guys are staying safe and well. Love you. Bye.
3: Aw. This is a little two-parter, I think, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Let me see.
3: Oh boy, bridal party problems. Um Yeah. Um I'm guessing you guys aren't at least matched up anymore (laughs) in the bridal party. Hopefully. And if
4: maybe like make sure that you're not. Yeah. Like I would definitely confirm that. Um also I feel like I don't know, my wedding I, I definitely like I didn't have very many single bridesmaids, but I gave each of them them a plus one. So I would definitely bring a date to this wedding. That isn't him. Yeah. If you're allowed to, which I know it's tough with COVID, so I don't know if you're
2: allowed yeah, to. Yeah, but if you if you can, just uh, and bring a friend. You know, don't worry about like a date, date, but just but someone. Yeah, yeah, a good friend. Bring them with you. You'll need some like a support. Yeah. So definitely try to do that. And like I think just kind of grin and bear it for this first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, the one in 2021 will be a while from now, and you can hopefully like have some time between you and the breakup to like you know heal a little bit. But this November one's going to be a little bit rough, and I would just, like, be courteous and just kind of mm-hmm. try to avoid your ex and do your best, you know?
4: Yeah. Also, I mean, we'll, like, okay. it's pretty separated for most of the day. I mean, the women are usually kind of, like, with the bride and the guys are with the groom. So, like, for, like, I think by design a lot of the day you're kind of be busy doing your own kind of bridesmaid thing. So hopefully that will... You know, maybe if you're a little anxious about it, try to remind yourself that like you probably will be able to avoid him for at least the yeah, beginning your, part of the day. Yeah,
2: The time FaceTime with him in particular as far as being in the bridal party is just really, yeah, like the ceremony photos. which you don't really have to deal with anybody in pictures and that's it. So yeah. Yeah. you you hopefully shouldn't, yeah, really have to deal with him at all and can just kind of avoid avoid him for the most part. Yeah.
3: And I mean hopefully like, you know, he also understands that this day is like not about you know anything that you guys you know whatever it's like about the bride and the groom so hopefully there can be like a a truce or whatever for that day to just opposite ends of the photos and i mean if you're friends with the other bridesmaids i think just also be like hey just so there's no drama I just to make sure that like you guys are also kind of like running <laughs> like
4: yeah they need to run in a little bit of interference for you too i mean like you guys's job is to run interference for the bride and then you mm-hmm. almost need like a secondary bridesmaid to run interference <laughs> yeah. for
3: you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I <laughs> think
2: I think like just, you know, obviously there's a lot going on. You don't want to make it about your situation, but for sure. but you can do it in a way where it's like I'm sure everyone's aware of, you, of what's going on with you and just to make it make it nice for, you know, everyone involved. Yeah. yeah. But I about alcohol, like how drunk should she get? Because well, I think she shouldn't because that would probably lead to something might happen. I couldn't agree more, but it's a wedding yeah (laughs) I know and you're seeing your ex
4: yeah
3: yeah I mean I wonder if like the November one is gonna it sounds like if there's two I would assume the 2021 one is gonna be more like a big big party thing yeah so this is just more like a formal like getting married and like a couple cocktails afterwards I think maybe just like you know chill yeah I keep it pretty chill you know, hopefully they do too.
2: I mean, I as know. someone who has seen so many people who I don't want to talk to at a bar who I've had sex with or is an ex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like you kind of just have them in your eyeline most of the time, yeah. but you're back also like halfway to them. That's how yeah. you kind of play it. Love that. That's a perfect way <laughs> to describe it. It's like you're running surveillance, but you also have your
4: blinders on.
3: Yeah, you exactly. just keep them in the corner of your eye. <laughs> clock. Um, they're always in about like what is that? That's like a five o'clock behind you. Um,
2: right. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's where you kind of just won't want always keep them. And accessible. for it's
2: not what you want to do. I know, but it's like if you want to just keep your buffer zone healthy. Yeah. Exactly.
3: And um, you know. Uh, Keep it like with you when the bridesmaids like the bride doesn't need to know about any of the drama no. or stress about any of this at all. It's just, Except that's, I think like,
4: you're well within your rights to ask her not to be paired with this guy or girl and not um and to bring a date. I think yeah. you can totally ask the bride those things.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that all sounds sounds good.
2: Oh, that's so hard. Uh, I know.
3: Yeah. It will get Especially easier.
2: Especially like a quarantine breakup too, where it's just like it's such a hard time and it must have been so intense to decide you know because you're like oh this is like really over and we've been together forever and now the quarantine is like showing us we shouldn't be together that's very hard so I'm sorry yeah but good on you
3: guys for like pulling the plug though too if it's not right it's uh, great to get out of it sooner than later so I mean you didn't need to be making sourdough for
4: this guy he did not deserve it we're happy for you
3: yeah Rihanna exactly (laughs) (laughs) Yeah send us a fun picture from the wedding of you and all the bridesmaids and brides and stuff. We We always love seeing that kind of stuff. So, let us know. Yeah, good How luck. It goes.
2: <laughs> um, this next one, it looks like we got... Oh, let me see here. Sorry, we somehow missed the first part of your voicemail. It cut it off, so we're going to listen to the second part.
9: Yeah. Sorry. Here we go. Hey, ladies. It's Erica again. I just got cut off my story, which I assuming means it was too long. Um, But I just wanted to Finish the second story. Um, so I have a dog named June and an Indian ringneck parakeet named Kuka, and. Um, About a month ago, Kuka became really interested in our dog, June, and she sort of just started by flying and landing next to her. But since then, she's completely in love with June. She follows June everywhere and will do the typical mating invitation of arching her back and waiting for June to mount her. Um, June does not mount her, but... She just kind of ignores her, and Guga doesn't get the hint. Um, it's very cute watching them, and um, I don't really think we would have noticed if we weren't spending more time at home. So, that's kind of like a bright thing about my life right now. And um, thanks so much for letting me share my stories. And I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.
3: <laughs> oh my god. I'm bummed we don't have the first part of this because I love animal hijinks in the home
4: <laughs> your life sounds amazing you have a dog and a bird that are friends got a
2: horny ass bird up in wow. your house <laughs> <laughs> I, not, this bird has confidence, man. Yeah. She can take on a dog. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> wow. That is really, that makes me, you got a really like horny Cinderella happening here. I'm really like, happy about it. <laughs> oh,
3: it's so funny. I love the idea of the dog just being like, what? I don't know. I, I'm, Whatever, a dude. I'm a lady. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh man it, that is a kind of a fun thing it's like watching like the pet hijinks that like you wouldn't necessarily see seen if you like weren't home as much i've definitely been enjoying yeah that. they
2: eventually had to be like all right i guess i'll do this with you here too so yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah it's it's pretty beautiful it's funny i was talking to Anna, my roommate the other day about how like uh because she has a cat and i have a dog and like their friendship slash frenemyship is very been very beautiful but to behold and i'm like i'd say Forty percent of our conversations in quarantine have been about the dynamics of the dog and the cat in the house. Sure. So it's like just been a nice conversation topic to have for the last nine months. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> babies oh, I mean, are, are animals. They really just like they get are you something going. to talk about. Call Bonnie great <laughs> yeah. because they are <laughs> serving.
3: <laughs> My dog is staring at me right now, I'm just like are you talking about me on your fucking podcast again. <laughs> Bullshit,
2: <laughs> man. I told Adam we talked about his butt on the top secret session. He was very shocked. <laughs> He's like, You talking about my butt in your podcast. She was like, yep. <laughs> Deal with that. That's it. right, buddy and
4: we'll
3: and adam i know you're listening right now we'll know if you sign up for the top secret session and we'll block you we'll block yeah. your ass i already like k- you gotta I, pay if you want to hear it i already
4: kicked sean out of the facebook group we don't care
2: <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that why did he get kicked out what was the- because
4: he commented i posted something from share and he commented a sarcastic yes queen so i was just yeah. like. Mm. Like to
2: go. <laughs> that's amazing. Like uh uh-uh, uh,
3: nope, not happening. <laughs> oh man.
2: Oh, I love it. All right, let's
0: <laughs> Hey ladies.
8: Um, my name's Katie. I love you guys. I've a longtime listener. Um, I have a lady problem for the show. I hope that's okay that I'm calling about it and not emailing, but I just figured it'd be easier. Um, so obviously quarantine's been really hard on a lot of people, including myself, anxiety, depression, the good stuff, just really feeling, you know, isolated and all that. And, um, it's, it's going to be a while (laughs) as we all know. Um, so one of my closest best friends has actually moved across the country to start school. Um, we're in Canada and where she moved, they have a lot lighter restrictions And things are just going really well for her. She's made a lot of new friends. She's going on road trips. And she's just at a really good point in her life, basically. And I'm at a really bad point in mine. And, you know, there's ups and downs. It's okay. But I'm having a really hard time staying close with her because I'm really jealous. And I feel like I don't really know what to do about that. And I feel like our calls are getting further apart just because, you know, when you're jealous, you just want to avoid that jealousy. So I'm wondering if you have any tips on, I don't know, how to, like, control any jealousy or how to maintain a friendship in, like, times like this. Anyways, hope everyone's doing okay. Bye.
2: Aww. Oh, that's so tough. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I get it, yeah. too. Jeez. Fully, fully Yeah, I think, this. like, we're all, you know... I, I did a, sh- a Zoom show the other day with a comic who was like, Yeah, you guys are all talking about like quarantining, but I mean, you know, I'm not really doing that. I I just flew to New York and did rooftop shows for two weeks and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I mean, that's like not, it's sort of jealousy, but also sort of like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's yeah. Like, cool. Oh, I, you know? Now I,
3: I'm staying in, inside longer so you can go do this. No. Kind, kind, Exa- of, exactly. kind of cool. Exactly. So you, it was yeah. like a
2: different level, but I was still really jealous. I was like, Oh like you're living a completely different life than me right now and like I cannot yep. comprehend this, you know. So that it's it is it's very hard to see to see mm-hmm. that when you just feel like stuck inside and there's just like no no end in sight for you. So I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. And also definitely. I mean yeah, certainly jealousy
4: is I think something everyone in the entertainment industry deals with on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. So I'm trying to think like what the
2: best. Yeah, how do you guys deal with it? I mean, I think first of all like it's okay to feel it. Let yeah. yourself yeah. feel it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I think the thing is not dwelling in it and not letting it make you become bitter. That that's the yes. really hard part. Um,
3: yeah, it's being honest, and 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 it's also being honest. I think about like what what the things are that you're jealous about, and then like what's in your control and what's not in your control in, in that scenario too.
7: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: I mean, I also think in in her in her situation, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey. I, I'm really happy for you and everything that's going on. I'm fucking jealous that you're, like, having such a good time, you know? I mean, this is a good friend of yours. I think she can she can know that. And, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just while you're working through it, it's more of a text friendship with bullshit for a while, you know? I mean, I think it's, like, okay to kind of work through those feelings a little bit. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. if it's one of her best friends, I think that's okay to be honest about. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much that what the friend can really say to that, you know? I mean, it's like... Mm-hmm. Obviously not the friend's fault either. I almost wonder... I mean, I think that jealousy, I think, a lot of times is really constructively redirected because it is like, what are you jealous about? And then how can you kind of like harness that energy to like bring it back to something that you have control over? Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there is... I mean, if there are... I don't know what... She didn't really say what her situation is right now, but I wonder if if there is a way for you to maybe relocate somewhere in Canada, if you're really having a hard time with the restrictions, I don't know like what your financial or work situation is, but can you short term live somewhere else for a few months?
3: Yeah. Or even like, make sure you have like, like weekend, like a weekend getaway once a month or like something to like break up the monotony of just like being super locked down the way you are. I mean, I know it's getting colder in Canada right now. So that, you know, traveling might be kind of difficult, but I think anything to kind of, like, have, like, I think having things to look forward to is really important right now.
2: Very. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not seemingly big, it's big because, you know, mm-hmm. nothing's happening. So I know that I really hit a wall, like, in the last week of being, like, depressed and just kind of, like, sick of this and yeah, missing my friends and just all that stuff. And I think we're all, you know, getting to a really hard part of this and, like, we're going out of town for a few days next week and I need it so much. I mean, I really haven't gone anywhere except for like camping once during this whole thing. So I am really looking forward to it and it's only a few days, you know, so I do think that that planning something like that, maybe with a friend who lives close to you or something where you can do it Mm -hmm. in a safe way would be really good for you Mm -hmm. Um, to kind of take your mind away from it. and and yeah, just, just not be focused on, you know, what's going like wrong and just kind of try to calm, calm your, thoughts down you know yeah because it's like
4: we're all i think you know it's a very universal struggle kind of like i mean i think in in other times in history we've been able to sort of visualize what a positive thing that could happen in the future but things are so uncertain right now that i think it's really challenging for everyone to do that Mm -hmm. um but yeah finding something that you're like excited to build towards that you can realistically work on during this time that is like new and that Mm -hmm. you feel positive
2: and like it's like it's a step in a forward moving direction and yeah whatever you do i think watching like you know when i get jealous or kind of down on myself about career stuff i like to just go back to my old standards of things that like inspire me you know Mm -hmm. so Mm. i'll go back and rewatch my favorite british tv shows like stuff that i just like really got me into loving comedy and things like that and it'll kind of ground me again so Mm -hmm. i think like give into those comforts or things that you know kind of you know make you feel good right now
3: yeah, definitely. And, you know, I mean, also, on your friends and like, I'm sure she's having a great time. She's in a new place. But, like, she, I mean, I, there there's no way that she isn't also having moments of, like, what the fuck? Like, everybody is, you know? I mean, I think it's just mm-hmm. there's, you know, different levels of existential crisis, you know, mm-hmm. even when things are going really, really well. You know, it's, like, um, so take comfort in knowing that <laughs> everything's awful everywhere.
2: <laughs> and, well, and I think like I'm, also I know how, how hard it is when you have depression to like reach out to people. It's the fucking yeah. hardest thing in the world. And you just, when you don't reach out to somebody, it's easier to not, you let that snowball effect go where you just like don't and don't and don't. And then it feels like so mm-hmm. long. So I don't think don't let yourself do that, but don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to keep it up with her. You know, it sounds like you guys have been friends for a long time. You're going to be friends. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're talking to her constantly. But make sure you're reaching out to other friends too and just checking in with them. And I think that will like help lift you out of a place, you know, especially because I'm sure you'll be commiserating with some people who are feeling the same way and and all that stuff. So even Mm -hmm. if it's just random, somebody that you think about, like I was thinking about some random friends the other day. I hadn't talked to them forever and I just like texted them. And I think kind of doing that might help you as well by like expanding your circle of people who you're talking to.
3: Yeah, definitely. And, um, also like when you're, while you're dealing with this stuff too, if, if you're in Canada, if you're not in therapy, you got that good healthcare, baby. <laughs> Use it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I,
3: I, 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 have been seeing my therapist again since this all started and it's like just been great to have like a, that constantly to know that I have like a uh, one hour a week that I can just like verbal diarrhea at somebody, all my anxieties is like without worrying about repercussions or anything like that. It like it's just like it's such a healthy thing to, to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um and then also not sure like what your what your like week and day to day looks like, but like if it's not structured, try to find as many things that you can put into it to like structure your days. Cause I feel like my hardest days during this have been days that are just kinda like wide open. And then it's like that's kinda when, you know, it's like idle hands or the devil's playground or whatever. That's kind of like when the shit really kinda comes in on me. You know? <laughs>
4: I don't know if this would be your jam at all either, but and I've plugged Ryan's classes on here before too. But like one thing that's helped me feel kind of like connected to other people is the dance classes I take on Instagram. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. There's just something about knowing, like, oh, there's like, you know, four thousand people dancing with me right now. Um mm-hmm. it's just like a really kind of like great like feeling. Um, I don't know. My favorite teacher is Ryan Heffington. He's on Instagram, Ryan.heffington, but I'm He's sure awesome. there's a few other people giving classes like that, which I think you know, I think is kind of an outside the box way to feel connected with other people
3: yeah definitely i am um, uh anna and i do i mean uh i i love my fucking peloton but it also has like uh, yoga classes and strength training classes that you see all the people that are on it and you can give each other high fives and stuff like that um i've said it before in the podcast i can sign up unlimited people to my account for free if you want to log in Hit me up. If you uh, want to give
2: high fives to, to other uh, people yoga. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
3: Um, also, uh, side note, Peloton is great because um, they deleted every QAnon hashtag that people were using on the platform. Um, I This is not That's a great,
4: but I'm also just picturing a
3: QAnon person doing spin. <laughs> they're chasing down the pedophiles um, <laughs> it's pretty funny although I did I because like you can pick six different hashtags for your profile and I had hash, hashtag Epstein was murdered I started it it did get deleted um, <laughs> get it in that round of things and I want to say that is not a Q hashtag uh, but <laughs> whatever it's fine
4: <laughs> we believe we Brandy's believe like, you Brandy I'd like to clear it up with the Peloton community thank you Mr. Peloton <laughs> I just want
3: them to know what's up um but it's very silly. Like they just did a bunch of like classes and costumes and shit like that. So it's very fun.
2: Moving Yeah, I think I think try to maybe in the way that you can in COVID put yourself outside of your comfort zone a little bit in that way or in yeah, doing a dance class or something, and I think you'll mm-hmm. you'll find some like excitement there and a way to get your mind off of off of this stuff.
3: Yeah, and like genuinely like exercising has like kept my fucking brain sane during all oh. of this too. And yeah. like not even in like a, yeah I mean it really it gets your dopamine levels up it makes it easier to sleep because you like act physically burning stuff too like it just
2: you know and I've completely stopped working out and just let my brain go haywire so (laughs) so
4: either way you end up on lady to lady so (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs)
1: um all right let's play our last one right hi ladies um I'm calling in with a lady problem Uh, my name is Lauren I live in Chicago um gosh, where do I start? My uh parents and I are not really seeing eye to eye lately. Um, on much of anything. Politically, COVID safety-wise, etc. And it's uh it's been very hard. Uh I'm an only child. Um, so a lot of this responsibility of being a good daughter and all that fun stuff um, has really impacted me a lot recently um it's been a lot of nasty things said my parents uh saying some things that have really just kept repeating over and over in my head um it's a thing that i've been doing is kind of focusing on the negatives um and of course i'm in therapy and working on that but gosh my parents have this awful habit (laughs) of telling me that they are going on vacation out of the country for no good reason other than for just a fucking vacation and they have a habit of telling me right after I have a therapy appointment (laughs) so I'll like have therapy and then they'll drop this bomb on me like the next day and then I'll go like a week most recently three weeks (laughs) without being able to like sort this out with a professional um do y'all I guess like the root of my issue is caring too much about what my parents think of me perfectionist only child i mean i feel like it's kind of normal but if you ladies have any advice on how to do away with those negative parental voices in one's head would love to hear it i'm trying exercise meditation mantras counting all the good things that i did in a day any sort of positivity to like bring me out of that funk but oh my gosh it's hard to um hard to do sometimes so any words of wisdom would be very much uh appreciated thanks ladies
3: ugh man i am
2: so sorry that's uh,
3: the run. I'm very
2: annoyed with your parents <sighs> me, me too. too i'm annoyed with a lot of people's parents yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, what is this deal with the vacation thing? Like, are they actually are they going on vacations all the time out of the country, or are they just like saying this I, to it her? sounds like they're threatening? I feel like this is a very
4: common like parent thing, um, yeah. is where they love to kind of like poke the bear. I mean, mm-hmm. I think parents re- reach a certain age yes. where I don't know if it's retribution for the bullshit we put them through when we're teenagers, and then they think it's funny when they get older to fuck with us. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but like some parents love to just kind of like nettle at you, like they know what yeah. annoys you, so they. It kind of seems like that's what they're doing with the vacation thing. Or maybe they will... Were... No, sorry, got... I mean, Maybe they really are going on some vacations, but I think we're still limited in terms of, like, what countries will accept us to vacate yeah. at this point.
3: Yeah. I think it's very, like, just waving the whole, like, I don't believe, you know, I, I'm i going to take COVID, yeah. like, really laissez-faire,
2: laz- right. yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah, it sounds like they're really putting you in, like, an emotional... It's kind of like emotional blackmail sort of in a weird way where it's like my parents have done this to me before when I've discussed um, like Mm -hmm. political things with them where they were like, well, you care about more, more about that than your family or this thing where it's like, if you do this, then we're going to do this to you. You know, it's kind of Mm -hmm. like this shitty reaction where they, they manipulate you emotionally because of like what you're, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're saying. So fuck that. That's yeah. not cool of them no. to do. Fuck um, that completely. I mean, I think it sounds like you've got to you really have to start figuring out how to put out boundaries with them because yeah. unfortunately you are an only child and I know that's got to be insanely difficult, but I I I'm not in i simil- I'm not the same situation, but I i mean i definitely have a problem with with what my parents think of me i mean you know i've told them i'm bisexual but barely i i think that it's kept me actually from dating more women is what my family will think of me so it's something that i'm still struggling with myself as far as like what they think of me and what they're gonna do or whatever so it's like a i mean that's a lifetime thing it's like that doesn't go away i don't think but I will say that going through therapy and realizing I couldn't like fix my family or be the only thing for my parents did really help a lot. But man, that's, it's tough. It's so hard.
3: I think it's also like Dan Savage talks a lot about this with like the coming out process with people where it's like you ultimately as, as kids, like we ultimately have the power over our parents because they, they want to fucking talk to us and like, they're going to be petulant, shitty babies and it fucking sucks sometimes to put up those boundaries. But ultimately like, they they need to do a, a kind of a kind of what we say if they want to fucking talk to us like the, we we have the power in the upper hand and it's hard to hold yourself to that sometimes but like I mean I my my dad my dad voted for Trump um, we've argued a lot uh, over the last four years about stuff and in the last couple months I've barely spoken to him just because um, he and to the point that he calls me now which is hilarious because he's he's like re- historically has like never fucking called me but he called me last week. And he's like, I'm gonna hear you, hear from you, and I was like, Well, look, you don't hear from me because, like, I don't want to argue with you about this shit anymore. You know exactly how I feel. You're willfully obtuse. It's not fucking fun for me. And until you do some actual work on this shit, like, you're just gonna have to call me, and if I feel like picking up, that's when I'll fucking pick up. Because I don't want to deal with your ignorant shit like work on it if you want this relationship like and, almost like
4: he needs to be made aware of the consequence like what yeah if they're not just spewing this shit out willy-nilly and it's not affecting you like they need to mm-hmm. be aware that look this isn't just you talking shit and it's rolling off my back
3: yeah this yeah is affecting it's affecting me exactly and it's hard and it sucks but it's like you know i I've, I've told him i'm like look this is like negatively affected our relationship probably forever in a certain way i mean you know as you know and and it's 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 very frustrating but it's like you know we and the thing that's really frustrating is like we agree on a lot of things but it's like where the differences are he just like refuses to even like listen it's like they get this weird brain glitch in their brain that they're just like well you're a child and it's like um I'm like a 36 year old woman who like knows how to use the internet so <laughs> um but it's like you as the kid have the leverage in those situations and like it's shitty and it sucks but like they call you after a therapy session you do not need to pick up you can call back whenever you want to call back like you do not need to answer the phone from them um and if on a phone call and they start in some shit you can be like you know what i don't want to talk about this and this is gonna you know i'm gonna go like you can always get off the phone and like those moments hurt but those moments are also you standing up for yourself you know and ultimately you know you need to come first even above like your parents and like if they're doing shit that like hurts you then they need to know they're hurting you and then this is like a consequence is they don't get you all the time and you don't none of us owe our families anything um they just had us you know (laughs) you know i mean you can love them but also that doesn't mean that they get to treat you like shit some people use that as like a weird excuse of like family's family and it's like what does that even mean that doesn't mean that you get to like talk to me the way that you would never talk to one of your friends you know like my like it just like it's important to remember that we have more like leverage and control over those relationships than you know the world wants us to think we can't be like yeah. f- forever so thankful hard.
2: yeah yeah i mean i think you get it in your head though as a kid yeah yeah uh, you know that, like, you're like, what if something happens, and then that, and then then I my, feel terrible. You know, my parent dies. Yeah. and Then that was yeah. the last thing we had. So I think that prevents people from doing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, for sure. those hard stands. But like, mm-hmm. the reality is, in most of the time, they are, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. be having your relationship with them for quite a while, and yeah. you're going to be okay. This one time not answering the phone or just letting that Mm -hmm. become the norm of you putting up these healthy boundaries for yourself instead of letting them control, you know, how you feel. And it sounds like, yeah, they've been saying nasty things like they're making you feel shitty. Just they're a bad they're being, you know, a bad family member, a bad, you know, not partner, but whatever, a bad friend. So I think you need to kind of just see that. And like if somebody was treating you like this, in any other relationship, what would you be doing? You know?
4: Yeah. Like, I don't know, this is something I do when I'm running and I don't know if it would be like a helpful exercise, not running, but like, I think I got this from a guided run that I did, but you like picture yourself running next to you and like yourself mm-hmm. being the coach. And like, what would you say if you were a coach and you were watching you run? Like, mm-hmm. cause you don't, I think we're so, we're not, it's so much easier to build up other people that like, I don't know. I find it like a helpful kind of mental exercise, just like picture myself next to myself, like saying nice things about myself, which I know sounds weird, but, um,
3: no, that makes a lot of sense. I like I that. I find that
4: it can kind of like reverse some of the negative talk that I have. And it's like mm-hmm. kind of easier for me to be positive in that way. Um, so I don't know if that would be helpful.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot. It's, it's so, I mean, it's just so hard to be nice to ourselves and to pump ourselves up. And when you're in this situation, kind of two against one, you really need, to, yeah you know have your own back so
3: well i think so much of also like being the good daughter is also like you become like the peacekeeper in the family that mm-hmm. is like ooh, i'm gonna like just make sure everything is good and things are like non-confrontational and you know you kind of become like the weird like keeper of like the morals and the emotions sometimes like that becomes part of like that weird role sometimes and it's just like it's it's unfair and it takes a long time i think to to break away from it
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I was watching uh, um, the show Search Party season two. Hopefully this is not a huge, this isn't a huge spoiler, but one of the characters basically breaks up with her mom and is like, you're not supportive, you're not loving. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, I'm not your kid Mm -hmm. anymore. This is over. And I'm sure there, I haven't seen the results, like the resolution of that yet, but it was really interesting to see because I was like, you can do that. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I don't know how far this listener wants to go, but it was really fascinating to watch somebody just be like, this is toxic and like, I'm not here for it anymore. It, it, and that so is, I, yeah know, I, I think I a lot know. of times there's... in
4: practice that's really really mm-hmm. not impossible but close to impossible. if it's someone
2: that like if it is someone that you really care about i think it's really it... no of course it's very hard yeah. i'm not saying just to do that but i do think that like there's there's things you can do to protect yourself you yeah. know that maybe yeah. aren't that extreme but you can like well you know get your get your kind of moat around you if you will yeah for sure
3: I think it's also really important to just like understand like oh this is the limit of what this person is capable of sometimes and it's like okay and then like oh my parents are only capable of like they don't have the maturity to be the parent that I need them to be right now so what can I what what works for me what won't work for me and where are those lines and becomes harder and harder sometimes um I, I don't know if this is exactly your situation and I haven't read it yet but um I've there is a really great book that's been recommended to me a couple of times called Narcissists and People Pleasers and it's about like the way that that relationship um works together and like I mean it, I mean I, I don't know what your situation but like parents that like do this kind of shit are there's it's like so fucking toxic cuz they like they lure, they use your relationship as like ransom over them um mm-hmm. so there might be something in that that you might you might get out of it too
2: um, That's so hard when you have to like educate yourself about other people being <sighs> shitty because you're like I Yeah, know. fuck you like uh, I know yeah. I'm just trying to live my fucking life and now I have to like read yeah. books because you're an asshole <laughs>
4: yeah I know yeah it fucking sucks <laughs> I mean not to be a narcissist but why can't everyone be as cool as us.
3: yeah what are the books what books are people reading about me that's what i want to (laughs) know actually i don't want to know that uh
2: (laughs) but yeah like honestly fucking you know take a month off your parents if you need to it's going to be okay they're still going to they're still going to be there and just
4: yeah i think that's right you treat yourself i think Mm that what what we've all kind of landed on is like it's okay to put your parents in timeout
3: yeah Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, they did it to you
4: you can do it to them <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah we have the power as kids especially after this election like just and, and also like i said when you're on the phone with them if they start saying some shitty stuff be like no this conversation's over i'll talk to you guys once you've uh calmed down a little bit and then you hey, get off the phone like you and then you fully I you can do, do that, that
2: or you do kind of like a talk boy home alone situation where you record yourself going <laughs> yeah. uh-huh Oh. Yes. Oh, fake news. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a good Spencer's gift thing. A, like, talk on the phone to your Trump parents' keychain. <laughs> Sound Her emails. Yeah. Oh,
3: Lock her yeah, up. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Good luck. I'm really sorry. And
3: yeah. Know. And you know what? Take your time to strengthen the relationships with people that make you feel good, too. Like, you know, like, don't 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 like other pe- people will treat you with respect if you demand it from them and yeah you know, lean
2: on your chosen family yeah mm-hmm.
3: yeah exactly and I'm glad you're in therapy and good luck and let us know how it goes
2: yeah and that's our uh, that's our episode so thank you guys so much for calling in we really appreciate it. it was really great to hear from you all and um, you know we'll see what the future holds <laughs> see
3: you on the other side y'all um but yeah please keep calling uh, this was really fun and we like we like hearing your voices so uh 661-523-2423
2: i should probably look into getting us a cool phone number i didn't really like do that so maybe we'll get like a lady 2l or something i'll look into it
3: yeah okay cool yeah <laughs>
2: oh awesome. oh also we should say um we're gonna have we're gonna do a lady to lady like holiday oh, yes. extravaganza on Zoom yeah. on when is it on December sixth December sixth yeah. yeah Sunday December sixth so we're gonna it's gonna be you know Christmas pageant style show we're very excited for it so please yeah. uh, mark your calendars for that and we'll let you know when the tickets are up and all that jazz woo yeah you guys. So-
3: See you guys next week. Oh, we're going to head over to Patreon for the Top Sacred Session, too. So if you want to hear some more bullshit, come over there.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday, patrons. And you guys, I hope everything's going good
2: in America today. God bless. Yeah. yeah, We got this, guys. We fucking (laughs) got it. We got it. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow
4: us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at LadyToLadyComedy. Join our Facebook group, LadyToLady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes, or even post your own lady problems. Check out our
3: website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker, for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to